Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. All right, welcome back. It's another edition of the Dizone Boxing Show podcast. I go by the name of Ak. And I'm Barack the Boxing Bully. And this is, as you guys know, my relax mode. We're going to get into a lot of boxing talk for this episode. Firsthand in Omaha, Nebraska, Barack and I was there. So we'll get into some, obviously, Terrence Crawford talk, Errol Spence, Teofimo Lopez, Josh Warrington, just a bunch of stuff. First off, Barack, uh, just uh, uh, want to send my condolences to you and your family. You recently lost your grandmother, and uh, I just wanted to put that out there um, on the show just to show my love and praise to you. I appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. She was a great lady. Lived 87 years. God bless. Wow. Um, listen, first thing I want to say, Barack, be- because – People are projecting the hate. You know, the hate always comes. Uh, people like to highlight the negative. Um, so people are putting out the supposed pay-per-view numbers for the uh, Terrence Crawford-David Avenesian fight on a new network, on a new platform. I don't know. They're not a network. They're not a platform. I don't I don't really know what they are considered, but they put this event together uh, and the numbers weren't great. But we don't know the accurate number. But what we do know is that we were in Omaha and nearly 18,000 people came to that venue with no promotion. In fact, Bud Crawford didn't even do, you know, according to them, they didn't do local media, uh, news networks, nothing in Omaha. Uh, Meanwhile, it was a a sold-out crowd and a a spectacular performance, Barack. Well, it was. It was an incredible crowd. I mean, I was very, very shocked to see people come out in the hometown because sometimes hometown don't support. Um, He's come a long way. I'm talking about Bud Crawford. I remember he sold 11,000 in one of his first hometown fights. And this time they packed it out. But listen, BLK is a streaming network, right? New, brand new streaming network. Nobody knows where the money's coming from. We just know that somehow Terrence Crawford got paid $10 million. Streaming network, just like the zone. So I guess it's the zone's competition, but it's us. We look at it like this is more people in boxing. We like it as long as they do good work. Right. Um, but I ain't see not one commercial. Matter of fact, what's even crazy, and I don't know if you thought about this, uh, we were in his hometown. We were in Omaha, Nebraska, and didn't see not one billboard, not one poster, not nothing, not even a poster at a a bar. Now, even though we went to a bar restaurant and we had some food and it was literally like a couple of blocks away from the venue and they said, hey, you uh, right, exactly, right? And 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 the waiter over there, he was like, you know what, we're going to be really, really packed today, so we got a limited menu. They didn't even have a poster out saying pay-per-view, this particular fight, like <laughs> any other fight in the history of fights. There was zero promotions, and 18,000 people sat down. In, fa- in fight fact, 
to 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 piggyback off of that, the bartender, when I asked him, are you guys showing the fight? He's like, hey, I don't even know how to watch this fight. <laughs> so it's funny you brought that up. I did think about not seeing any billboards, any promotion. In fact, I'm not sure if that network even had a marketing team in place to promote this fight. I, I don't think that there was a promotional strategy at all. You want me and to I'm tell not you even, promoted that fight? I'm not even, th- yeah, of course, Terrence Crawford. We did. Oh, yeah, we did, right? But the only ad, and it's not an ad because it was only ran on their Instagram page, which has, uh, I don't know, less fo- less followers than we do, and Terrence Crawford, who has, you know, a lo- uh, close to a million followers. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's the only place I saw that promotional ad ran. So th- it doesn't seem like that there was any strategy in place, no promotional team, no marketing team was hired, no marketing company was hired because we're on social media, on boxing social media, so to speak, uh, throughout the week, throughout the day. Uh, we, we do a daily show on the zone. Um, I, I, just, I just didn't see not one ad, right? So you have to consider all of these facts when you talk about uh, numbers, pay-per-view numbers, now, when you talk about a guy having a draw and an, an authentic following, the way you prove that is at the gate, right? Uh, as far as like people knowing this dude is going to knock somebody out, right? Because that's what people want to see in boxing. You know, they often say Tank Davis brings them out because he knocks people out. And the reason why I bring up Tank Davis is this, Brock, because Leonard Adderley often has said that Tank is a pay-per-view star. Right. You know, in, in our era, we were coming up, pay-per-view star with guys like Oscar De La Hoya, you know, Floyd Mayweather. I know he eventually became that Mike guy Tyson. after Oscar, Mike Tyson, even Tito Trinidad used to do over a mill. Uh, I think that. I don't know about that. One. What, what, we're going what, 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 when, to, when, when to fact check that one. Yeah. When he fought, when he fought big names, look up, look up Tito Trinidad versus. Uh, uh, Pernell Whitaker, okay. Oscar De La Hoya, of course, you can no, say that. Oscar, look up, for sure. Look up the Bernard Hopkins ones. I think those did, if not a mil, 900 around it. Meaning that was the standard for you to say this is a star in boxing, right? Yes. Somewhat of a star. Um, so w- when Leonard says that about Tank, in my head, I'm like, wow, that's not a pay-per-view star. But I, I understand we're living in a different era of pay-per-view. It's, a it's different, a different era of popularity of boxing. Right, and pirating. I think pirating is also her pay-per-view in a lot of cases. But the reason why I brought that up, now, Tank Davis fights on a network like Showtime that does major marketing, right? Does major marketing. Tank is infusing that hip-hop culture to some degree. So his pay-per-views have done, I don't know, 200,000 uh upper ones, uh, mid twos. So you would think with that massive promotion, it does well in marketing. But at the gate, a lot of people come out because they know they're going to get a show. They know they're going to get a knockout. They know they're going to get a major performance. And in some cases, uh, it's the same thing with Terrence Crawford. Uh, I, the numbers aren't there because he's not fighting bigger names. You know, uh, Tank, there was a lot of promotion behind the Roley fight because of the social media drama. Nobody knows who David Avenison is, and there was not one ad ran. But at the gate, people came. They came. He gave them what they wanted, a vicious knockout. If it wasn't 
Barack, if it wasn't for Caleb Plant versus Darrell, that would have been my knockout of the year. So why would you vote for Caleb Plant and Darrell over that one? Because uh, the opponent and the uh, it was when you just say the more, opponent Darrell hasn't it, it, fought anybody and won any big fights lately, no. and and Avenison was top ten. Avenison yeah, probably was you know higher ranked well, than Darrell. Well, it, when I'm thinking about knockout of the year, I'm thinking about just the the placement. And, and don't get me wrong, not that there was anything wrong with Bud's knockout. It was perfect as well. I, I, I like the way Caleb slipped, went to the body, came upstairs. The drama, the drama leading up to the fight. That got nothing to do with you know, the knockout. Well, to me, it does. It makes the knockout more dramatic. Oh my the fact God. that it makes the it, it makes the knockout I, way more dramatic. I could definitely understand that it's unexpected. You right. Know, that makes it more dramatic. And, and because of the the trash talk beforehand may be more exciting. Right, dramatic. You know, that makes the knockout more dramatic, more exciting, more unexpected. It doesn't, it doesn't actually I make expected. the knockout more dramatic, but all right, maybe it does. Maybe it does. But when you're just talking about knockout of the year, you're just talking about, you know, the knockout. You, you don't right. know. You, and you and both, and both of those factors. knockouts were vicious. They Both guys went to sleep. To sleep. That's so true. Both guys. So the only difference is the drama behind the, behind the opponent. And that's why I gave him the edge. Why I was emotionally filled when, when Terrence knocked out Avenison is because I'm sick of all of the bad press that he's getting. I'm sick of the Instagram. Sometimes me and Terrence, um, we share posts. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we both become contributors on the same post. So I get to see firsthand all of the negativity, all of the negative comments that he gets, stop ducking Spence when he damn sure is not ducking Spence. No, he accepted, he accepted no guarantee. That's it. He didn't price himself out, nothing like everybody thought he was gonna do. He didn't say, Oh, I need, I need 50%, I need 45%. He didn't say none of that. Al Heyman offered him no guarantee. He said, You know what? Fine, whatever. I'll take mm -hmm. that. What yeah. the, if that doesn't tell you a man wants to fight, I don't know what, but if you're going to tell me you're going to give me 35% less than all the other fighters, even though I'm a better fighter than anybody Spence has ever fought, then at least give me transparency. I'll take that low number because you feel like I'm the B side. Fine. Fine. He's did more. He's did more than I did in this division. Yes. Even though I'm pound for pound the best. Yes. I'll take that too. Just make sure I see the books. Nah, you can't see but, the books. Get the hell out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, man, please. That, that's that's all garbage and nonsense. I, I don't want to hear that Terrence Crawford is not a star. What I saw this past weekend is the same thing I felt. Same thing I felt first time Barack and I were in Atlanta when Tank Davis fought uh, um, Gamboa, right? I was like, Gamboa, yeah. yeah, Gamboa. I said to myself and I said to Barack, wow, this kid is a star. He's bringing him up. 14,000. 14,000. Same thing I felt in Omaha, Nebraska. Now, now, not to mention, Barack, and I'm not comparing these two, but not to mention you know, he's in a hot city like Atlanta where hip-hop culture is, is embedded in that city mm -hmm. and they, they love events. They want to come out to something. See, but this right. is the thing. Bud did that without being a part of that hip hop community. That, that's that's my. But Bud that's ain't the point I'm making. Bud ain't that's, coming out with the rappers. Bud ain't coming out with the rappers. That that was the point I was about to make. 
Tank did that in a city where people love to go out and people were getting dressed, uh, wearing designer clothes. They, they couldn't wait to show off their jewels in that city. Bud is doing it in Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska. A, a very diverse crowd. And they were there early. There's a lot of white people in that crowd. I'm not gonna yes. lie. I'm oh. not gonna lie to you. I was trying, I was trying to find <laughs> a nice way to say, say that. that. I don't know why, <laughs> but there was a lot of white people in that crowd. Because yeah. what he's saying is that when we was in Atlanta, why am I looking into the camera? When we was in Atlanta, <laughs> black people was in that crowd. 14,000 black people, and that's something <laughs> we're not used to seeing. We're not yeah. used to seeing a whole crowd full of black people at a boxing event. That just doesn't happen much, hardly yeah. ever. Maybe right. Zab Judah days, maybe, but not even that many. Right. That was crazy to see. And everybody looked like they was rich. It was yeah. crazy. So to see that in, in, in Nebraska, and it's not like the ticket sales were cheap. That's another thing. People always say, oh, Canelo puts 40000 in there because some of the seats are $10. This gate made $2 million. Yeah. It was expensive seats. Yeah, not People cheap. People came out to support him. No, no doubt about it. And the, the question is this. Look, uh, we expected to hate... Uh, the uh, people bringing up their love of opponent and, and not realizing or not even knowing that David Avenician has six straight knockout wins and three of those opponents were undefeated. And the record of those six opponents were one, uh, 132 wins and 10 losses. Though, that's the, those are the records combined with the six opponents that he stopped before the Bud Crawford fights. Let me, let me, let me reiterate that. 132 wins, 10 losses, amongst the six opponents, and three of them were undefeated. Three of them were undefeated. This is the guy that Terrence Crawford just knocked out in six rounds. And people are saying, who the hell is this? Do your research. Do your homework. This guy's right. a well, live dog in it. It, it. it was five guys. One guy he remasked. But yes, that guy he remasked was undefeated. So, and, and that was, and he knocked him out two times. Listen, the, the guy is a, a credible fighter. I remember um, Eddie Hearn wanted to match him with Conor Ben. Like, he's a credible fighter. He's he's one of the top. In order to fight for a title, you have to be in the top 15, first of all. But this guy was in the top 10. I think he's still ranked, like, number six. So, no, guess it, what? It was, six, it was six wins, not five. Six. Okay. It, it no, was no, six, six wins. wins. Five people is what I'm saying. He rematched. Oh, 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 well, it's still six wins. He rematched. Right, right. You're, you're never right. I'm always right. Yeah, you're no. always wrong. Come on. I said, I, said I, I didn't say he fought five people. I said he has six straight knockout wins. And I said, yeah, you said six people uh, he fought. Oh, oh, and I said right. five. He, even be, said even five. better. Even better. No, I don't five, know how that's better, his, but okay. His, <laughs> even better. <laughs> Either way, we both making the same damn point here. All right. The point yeah. is. That this young man, who's uh, did he turn thirty five yet, Barack? Or is he still? Yeah, he's thirty five. He's thirty five. Thirty five years old. Has won titles in three different divisions, undisputed in one of them, and since becoming a welterweight champion, has been trying, by any means necessary. What I don't like is that people don't remember that PBC fighters wouldn't fight him. <laughs> Hello, that's it. So what, forget forget about the specs. We're talking about this guy has been in this division for five years now. About yeah. like, what about when he when he was asking for the Spence fight five years ago? Look, Barack, you he mentioned... was saying Spence fight five years ago. He was asking for guys like Thurman five years ago. Like, 
What about and, that? What about and, that? How come nobody says Thurman? How come you didn't fight Bud? Not Bud. How come you ain't fight nobody at that division? How and, come and, you're not asking and, those and, guys? And just, just to add one last point here on this, that during the time that De Terrence Crawford was signed to top-ranked promotions, who, who had a deal with ESPN, right? So he was obligated to fight on ESPN. This is on contract, on paper. He could not go fight anywhere else, but all of the PBC guys had the capability to fight anywhere because they maybe, weren't signed maybe, to any maybe, network. No, maybe no, no. When, when Al Heyman I, is signed to a network, that means his fighters are signed to a network. No, no, no. Oh, no I no. say I, technically. I, I, I heard this from not the horse's mouth. Technically. Not, not Al Heyman, but from people in that circle. Then you ain't here from the horse. Then Al Heyman is the horse. Contractually binded to fight on Showtime no, no, and or that, Fox. That's that's why I said technically. But guess what? When you sit down, when Al Heyman sits down before Stephen Espinosa and says, "Hey, I have 150 guys. You know, my top guys are these 10 or these 15." That's word of mouth. You're, you're gonna have. That's word of mouth. You're gonna have seven. And to my understanding, he's not even signed to your those network. Guys. You understand and. To, and yeah, but that's to my understanding, he's saying. not even signed to out. Those most of those guys aren't really signed to him per se. And, and they have an agreement. Uh, you know, right. an agreement. Al doesn't yes. do contracts, but it's still signed. We it, can still we agreement. can still call it. We can still call it signed. Call, you know call, why? Call it after what you the want. fight, Al gets his money, and but, vice but, versa. But Al there's a them. question. But there's a question mark there. Like you just said, maybe, maybe we knew that Bud couldn't fight anywhere else. And I'm just trying to make a point that it, I didn't if say anybody, maybe. I said technically. But, they didn't have contracts I, I, directly. I can't, I can't say that. They didn't have contracts directly with the, the networks. But if they have a contract with Al Heyman, Al Heyman has a contract with Showtime and Fox, then those are their two networks. I doubt. I just don't I, like that I, they I, gave I, Bud I, Crawford all of the blame. That's what I I'm highly saying. doubt. I highly doubt that, that Al Heyman told Fox or Showtime, you will 100% get any fighter you want on my stable on your network. No, he I, told I, them. I, I he told them which fighters. It. He told them which fighters. He told them something. They were happy. We'll, we'll see. And I'm sure I there mean, was times they were unhappy. Either way, um, I, 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 the point I was trying to make was that that Bud didn't have no room to play. I just think those guys have more. And with all that being said, look, if, look I'm gonna show you this. If Steven Espinosa put out his his whole schedule months in advance for like six, all the way up to July, the beginning of the year, all the way up to July. That's because he sat down with that, Al that Heyman. That happened one time. He, that happened he, one time. He did it twice, actually. But that's because he sat down with Al Heyman, and they worked it out. So that, that's that what was, happens. That was, that was in 2017, 2017 or 2018. What are those years? They did it twice. They just did it again last year. Huh? They just did it again last year. All right. What was that schedule? It went all the way up to July. That's all I can say. I, it was a bunch of oh fights. God. All right. I'm... But any of those you fights were name big names? Fight? No, I'm saying they were big names. Javante Davis was one of them. All right. Well, we know he's he's uh you know really embedded in bed with uh, Showtime. But look, forget all that. All, all I'm saying because is because he's this, a Mayweather promotion fighter at that time. At that time. With all that being said, I want to make one thing clear. With all the support that we have for Bud Crawford, um, we have a great relationship with him, but, but it's not only that because of that, it's because he's a great fighter. He's the best fighter in the world. But with all that being said, Errol Spence is also one of the best fighters in the world, and I don't want him to get the blame for him. All of this is not a shot at him. 
that he doesn't want to fight Bud Crawford. He's docking on. He's been called. No, it's not him. He he does want to fight Bud Crawford. He also wants the opportunity to prove to the world that he's the best welterweight in the world. He's on our pound for pound list up high because he is one of the best fighters in the world. Uh, what do we have, Matt? Number three, Barack? Bud Crawford? Errol no, Spence. Errol, three, Errol yes. Spence, number three. Yes. So we're talking about Errol Spence here. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't want to place no blame on him on him because no. I do feel like he wants because he's he wasn't at the negotiating table the way Terrence Corbin said in his IG live that 22 minute IG live he wasn't at the table so right. obviously I'm not putting the blame on Errol Spence neither I just don't like that the blame is getting put on Bud and it's not just because I'm a supporter of Bud because I'm a supporter of Spence I'm actually a supporter of Al Heyman but right now I think that's the issue Al Heyman didn't offer a man who is at the top of the pound for pound list at the top of the sport a good contract. Anything fair, if you ask me, my opinion. Yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. I mean, that's, that that you don't even need to be a smart business person or in the boxing business to realize that that's a bad deal. You don't even, honestly, you don't even have to have any experience with business. It's just, it's plain and simple that it's something that nobody will agree to. But look, we, we spoke to Eddie Hearn earlier in the week and he said he doesn't see he doesn't think that fight is ever going to happen unless Terence Crawford signs so to speak with Al Ham and joins the PBC side. I don't think I don't think Bud has ever been against that completely. I no. mean and he shared it with us he there was there was an open door policy there like yo if it makes sense it's not like he's said I don't want to be involved with PBC. I don't want to sign PBC. I don't think that there was a formal offer. But that deal, that doesn't make sense. I can tell you this. I remember Paulie Malignaggi fought Broner and lost. I think it was a split decision loss in the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And he got, he got on that microphone, Paulie Malignaggi, and talked about Al Heyman, talked about how this was rigged and this, that, and the third. He felt like he won. And you know what happened after that? You never heard Paulie Malignaggi talk bad about Al Heyman again. Well, no, Al well, Heyman he, didn't he sit down to his house because he Al Heyman doesn't sign white him. fighters. That's Al what he Heyman, said. Al Heyman, yes, he said something that nobody else in the world would say. Yeah. Al Heyman signed Paulie Malignaggi and made him a Al Heyman fighter. Why doesn't he do that with? Bud Crawford. That's what I don't understand. Why are you offering him something trash? When we went to Paulie Malignaggi one time, uh, a year or two after that fight in the Barclays, I said, Paulie, um, how's Al? How's Al treating you? He said, Al's a great guy. He really cares about you. He calls to check up on you. Like he really shows love. That's what Al Heyman does. That's not the Al Heyman we're hearing about from Terrence Crawford offering uh, no guarantee and, and such a low percentage and no transparency. I'm wondering why he doesn't take the best fighter in the world and say, hey, become a PBC fighter. Give me a three. That's, that's the magic question, Barack. That's the question that we all want the answer to. What is the, I don't know, issue, the gripe, the, 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 the personal... Uh, uh, I, there's something there that we don't know of that's never been said. Why Al has an issue? Some there are rumors out there that because of some of the things that Bo Mack has said, which is uh, his head trainer, Terence Crawford's trainer. Um, but I, I don't think that should be placed on Bud Crawford. 
Bud has never been a guy to talk negative about Al. The only thing he recently has done was, was be open about the negotiation. So, you know, we're not going to make this entire podcast about Bud, but this is a big story, and and we wanted to share the experience of Omaha and and obviously what we think about the deal. Hopefully the fight does happen, Barack, regardless of Terrence signing with Al or not. Hopefully Eddie is not right on that one. But if it, if it makes sense for his career, I mean, think about him going, moving up to 154. The guy that he wants, Jamel Charlo, is also an Al Heyman guy. So it seems like it would make sense. But, but. This is crazy. Guy, to me. But guys like, like Canelo. But, but hold up. Guys like Canelo, guys like Mikey Garcia were able to be in, the, in big PBC fights without being binded to PBC. Canelo did it with Plant. Mikey did it with Errol. Why can't the best fight in the world get those type of offers? That's all I'm saying, man. And I don't, I don't even like the way it sounds. Like somebody got to sign with somebody just to get a fight. No. Like if, if you have one half of the fight, what the heck is the issue? Why do you have to have 100% of the fight? Listen, what, like, what, remember, what remember when Terrence Frank say? was doing that? Remember we were seeing yes. that? So Pacquiao, like, we saw Pacquiao, Pacquiao and, and, and Tim Malikia Bradley, Bradley. Even yep. though that's two good fighters, that's not the fight we kind of wanted to see. You know, it was just a fight that was available within top rank, but we didn't want to see that. Listen, what, what did Terrence say on his live? We complained about that. Everybody complained about top rank then. He said he said it on his live, and I, I believe he said it on our show, Barack, that Al told him, I'm not letting anybody touch that fight. <laughs> I'm not it, letting Gangsta. anybody touch that fight. Gangster. Well, well, guess what? You might never get the fight. Damn. You might I mean, never get the fight. He might not never care. We don't know that's going right, to care. No, no doubt. So unless you – and I'm not speaking to Al per se, but I'm saying anybody – Talk to Al. Please somebody, talk to Al. Somebody has to lighten up or check their ego, a little bit of a, a small part of their ego, whoever it may be that, that's preventing this fight from happening. And people scared to talk about Listen, I might be wrong, but it looks like he's the one that that held it up. Now, God bless his mother. I know he was taking care of his mother. Right. Um, Terrence alluded to that, that he's taking care of his mother. So God bless her. I hope she's fine. I hope she's yes. healthy. You know, right. um, I just lost my grandmother. I know how it is. You know, you want to take care of the elderly, you know, but it sounded like he's the one. Maybe if that's the issue, he was taking care of his grandma. I mean, mother is dealing with a lot. Maybe after this fight, Spence could really spin that block because Spence already expressed that he wants that fight. And how many times does, even Spence said this before, if a fighter wants to fight, then a fighter happened. He said that. Yeah, Other people yeah. say that too. So yeah. let's hope that these fighters spin yeah. that block no doubt. and fight each other after All right, uh, after Spencer's next fight or what? Or, or can we get it next? Hopefully we get it next. All right, speaking of spinning the block, Barack, I got to touch on Mr. Tiafimo Lopez, the takeover. But first, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We saw a fight this weekend, a, a young fighter who's a young star in my opinion and had a, 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 a not a roadblock, but had a trip up in a, a, a loss against George Cambosis. I'm talking about Teofimo Lopez, who who fought this weekend against a very crafty Sandal Martin. And we saw a clip where he questioned himself to some degree and said, do I still have it? Uh, you know, and I'm, you know, quoting what, what was, what I saw. He said, do I still have it? He said it kind of twice. So I still got it. Did I lose it? Kind of alluding to the fact that is he still talented enough to compete with the elite fighters? And Eddie says something interesting to me, Eddie Hearn, when we asked him this question, Barack, because I'm talking about spinning the block, coming back around. Um, maybe, and I agree with Eddie, maybe he has to fight George Cambosis again and beat him convincingly to get past that mental roadblock. Where'd you get that great idea from? That's a great idea. Well, Eddie Hearn said that. No, nah, I said that. You forgot that I, I'm the I, one that said that. Actually. I thought I thought Eddie Hearn said that. I know. You I thought know. another roll, brilliant man said We can it, roll was, the tape. No, we don't have to roll, roll the tape. I'm I rolling my tongue I, right now. I, I, I wouldn't have a... I, I'm rolling my tongue right now. I wouldn't I have a that. problem giving you credit for it if you oh, said you it. have a lot of problem giving me no. credit. What? I'm, the, I'm the one that said that. I, first, you tried to disagree, and then you said, you know what? You might be right. Well, yes, well, because that's so, that's so, what hey yo know, if it, hey if it makes sense it makes sense you say good things sometimes too hardly ever but you say good spending, things spinning the block spinning the block maybe but I do also want to point this out I think that stylistically Sandor Martin is the guy that a fighter like a fighter like Tia Fimo, a fighter yeah. like Tank Davis. Those type of fighters that are fast, powerful, and, and, and you know want to engage have those type of issues with guys like Sandor Martin. I just think that unfortunately, the last minute replacement for Tiafimo was the wrong guy, right? Mm -hmm. Where he's not going to look spectacular against because of the type of fighter he is. So, so um, I, I do believe as good as Pedrosa is. He was stylistically better for Tiafimo because he, he stays in a pocket more and engage. So I think he would have looked better against him. Yeah. But I hope this makes Tiafimo stronger. I do think he still has it. I think he's still a very talented fighter. I think that, that he needs to realize how good Sandor Martin is and give that performance more credit to him and why he wasn't able to land the big punch and hurt him and maybe got caught with a little flash knockdown doesn't mean he don't he doesn't still have it, but but obviously there's there's a there's an issue there psychologically and emotionally that he needs to get past. And this is the wrong opponent to get past it with. I believe every fighter would, would ask that of themselves. Um, I believe Mikey Garcia probably asked that of himself when he fought Errol Spence. You know why? Because if he would have went in there with Errol Spence and Errol Spence knocked him out, 
it probably wouldn't have been no questions. He would have said, hey, the guy's bigger than me, stronger than me. But he got outboxed by the bigger guy. And he's usually uh, considered the best boxer um, compared to any of his opponents. And even people going into that fight thought he was a better boxer than Errol Spence. So everybody is going to question themselves when look at when, when they have a performance like that. And yes, I would agree with you. I say he would have to look at Sandor Martin and say, that's just a tricky guy. He's hard to beat. He beat one of the greats, former greats, Mikey Garcia. And, and also, maybe the small question would be, does my power translate the same way at 140 pounds? I always thought it would because I always thought he was a big 135-pounder. If you look at Cambosos, he's a small 135 guy. Yeah. You look at Tio, he looks like a big guy. You know I, I, what I mean? I, I'm going to be honest with you, though. I, that That theory that people always have, I think to some degree at some point um, – it uh it has a say, but I well, don't I, I don't well, like that whole oh does your power translate one way class and a hundred percent I don't I, yeah hundred percent it has sometimes, a say sometimes oftentimes I don't think it does I all I right, think I'm a, that I'm a sure let, let me finish, let me finish that, my statement let me finish my you statement. think that tank can, can hold on, knock out Errol Spence hold, hold on yes yes I I think I that think so. I think I think there's some guys that have natural power now I'm not gonna say a featherweight can knock a heavyweight out or um I think at the, I think if you get caught in the right spot and you don't see a punch coming anybody could be hurt from a shot these are very especially when you talk about guys fighting with 8 ounce gloves these are very small gloves and if you have a power if you have a, if you're a type of fighter that hits hard you can pretty much hurt almost anybody up to some point so let me finish. Let me tell you why I'm saying this. Let me tell you why I'm saying this. Tank Davis has fought 130, 135. He, he was able to stop Barrios at 140. He's a guy that just can crack. Uh, Tito Trinidad uh, knocked guys out at 147, at 154, at 160. He was able to destroy Joppy, right? This is three weight classes. So Teofimo Lopez has only fought at 135. He's a he's a puncher that can crack, and he, he's well. He's knocked guys out. He, he wasn't able to hurt to uh, uh, Loma. We're talking only about one weight class, so no, I don't now, think there's now, a me, different. Now, if now, if, now, if you can punch at one thirty-five, you. you can punch at one forty. I got you. I would feel that way too. Let me tell you why. Because Sandor said that he don't have power. Sandor yeah. felt his punches and said, "No, he doesn't punch that hard." Maybe he's Sandor hard. can take a punch. No, maybe he's one of those guys that has that hard jaw that can take a punch or hard head, or maybe Tiafimo wasn't the hardest punch maybe at, at 135. Level, maybe at this level, championship. I don't think it has anything to do with maybe levels, at this man. level. Well, I don't think it has to do with levels. Well, yo, I just let you talk your, your rant. Now you know, but you I'm saying, you, but you went now from you to levels. No, no, you went from rates to levels. No, my man, why don't you be quiet? Why don't you be quiet? You, let me finish. From, I'll let you, you talk. I'll let you talk. My God, yeah. you, you got to yeah. talk over me, You went right? from weight to levels. Maybe at this level, at this weight class, it doesn't matter. It's a higher weight class. First of all, when you're used to fighting bigger guys, 140-pound guys are going to fight bigger guys than 135-pound guys. And that's just it. So they're used to fighting guys that's coming in the ring 160 pounds. So those guys, whether they're powerful or not, their weight alone gives you a power, a, a more powerful punch. So maybe they're used to taking a bigger punch. And then as you step up in class, 
it's harder to knock those guys out. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I, I don't, so maybe I don't, that Richard Comey was was just it was a properly placed punch. He didn't see it. It was very hard. Boom. Knocked him out. That's my but, point. Maybe he's not a big puncher. Maybe he was never a really a big puncher at 135. No, he so, was a big puncher at 135. But maybe the level, when you go up in the levels, just like every fighter that knocks everybody. Well, you're talking G, about weight class. Triple G, Triple G, not, I'm talking about both. I'm talking about he went up in weight and he's at a higher level. I don't think class. your skill level makes because you look, take a better punch. I don't think your skill level makes you think about it. Of course it does. Of no, course it, it does. Man. Those you know, bombs that they have talk. Losses talk. That take a Triple punch. G knocked out everybody. As soon as he stepped up the level of class, who's used to sparring better guys, who's conditioned better than those guys, guess what? He couldn't knock out Jacobs, couldn't knock out Canelo, couldn't knock out these guys. When he comes back down in class, rolls and guy like that, he's knocking them out. No, yes, in terms of it's, it's levels punches. too. It's levels. It's, no, but that's that. You're talking now. You're talking about guys no, that are not Jacobs. He rocked much. Jacobs multiple no, times. Right, he hurt right. Jacob, dropped him, and yeah, rocked yeah, him look, multiple look. times. He I, I don't. I, 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 my opinion. I don't agree that being able to absorb a shot has to do with before. skill. That's not a skill. That's just no God-given ability. about the level of ability. Yeah, so yes. you're not going to get hit as no. much. Yo, that means you train more. You know, the right. more yeah. conditioned you are, the more conditioned you are. You can absorb a punch better. Yeah. There you go. But there are guys. That's the level. That's guys the that level. That's the level I'm talking about. That's the level that can't be knocked out. That's the level that I'm talking about. That's the level that I'm talking about. That's usually how it is. Always. You've even said this yourself. When you step up in class, you get less knockouts. Game yeah. done. All right, listen. That's a fact. Look, Brock, before, great, great argument, great takes on this. Before we get out of here, I just want to talk Josh Warrington. Um, he was in a hell of a fight, super entertaining fight. Uh, a lot of people felt it could have gone either way. Lopez got the nod. Uh, were you okay with that decision? And what does Josh Warrington do next? I was okay with that decision, 100%. Josh Warrington... Try and get a rematch. <laughs> try, try and get a rematch. Try and get your belt back. I, yeah, listen, I love Josh Warrington. He's not the most skillful, um, but it, but his heart is willing to get up in there with any fighter. He he lost a horrible fight to Mauricio Lara and ran it back. And they're probably going to do a trilogy because that one ended in the, with a headbutt. You know, so I think you go back to the drawing board. I think you go back to the drawing board. It was a close fight, so it's not like you can't tweak something and get back in there and get your belt back. All right. Fair enough. I like it. I have nothing else to say about that. You laid it out perfectly. <laughs> All right? Listen, that's our show. You didn't show. even watch the fight. <laughs> uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Peace and love. Stay safe. We're out of here. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.